you are falling towards the entire earth, expanding beneath you. You can see all of it. Oceans, rivers, plains, mountains, forests, deserts, everything in between. And it is all getting closer far too quickly. Welcome to Bazinar, where great rivers flow and tall mountains rise where the immortal gods pull the strings, and towering civilizations and inexorable armies wage war. Where darkness and light, fairies and furies, war and peace, all struggle to survive. These are the stories of Bazinar, the commanders and heroes, the mages and swordsmen and monsters. Enter a new history. You are plummeting down. Gravity is just taking you by the throat and dragging you towards the earth. This is something that you have never felt before. This utter helplessness as this force just takes you and and yanks you against your will. This is something more than you've ever felt before. And you try to struggle, you try to twist in the air, but it is of no avail. And you fall at terminal velocity all the way down. And as you do, you glance... Uh, at the world below you, and you see just the utter destruction that your brethren wrought. You see cities turned to ash, forests with not a single tree left, rivers that have dried up. There is nothing but sand and ash and barren rock for as far as you can see. In the faint distance, you can see just a pinch of green. You can actually see three but quickly those vanish over the horizon and you continue to fall, fall, fall below. You look down and right below you, there is one more spot of green that you can see cradled between the yellow barren sand and the vast blue ocean that you have explored those many, many years ago. And that is exactly where you are falling straight down, straight down towards that green. As it gets closer, it, vibrates it becomes more colorful there is a spot of yellow grass there's a spot of green wood there is a beautiful blue river going through one that you actually recognize from experience but you don't have time to see that because soon that even that vanishes over over the horizon past the mountains this large mountain range that rise up like teeth from the earth and you continue to fall, and soon you're heading straight for a forest. You do not have time to think where you will land and pass the trees. And then you wake up and you're floating in a large lake. Your move. Okay. What is going through my mind? Um, I would I... say something along the lines of, why am I not floating? You have to move your arms, and you you instinctively know how to swim, mm -hmm. but you never needed to swim because I'm used to being used able to, to just fly. floating in water. Yeah, and floating in air, floating in water, floating in anything you want to float in. So I'm physical then. You have always been physical, but now you can no longer turn gravity off. Okay. I uh, look around me. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm treading water um, to try to stay afloat. Uh, I've seen humans do this before, um, and I've seen uh, land animals and fish doing this before, and I try to 
emulate the movements um, and just stay afloat. Uh, how deep is this lake? You look down and you don't know. You, again, at first time, you cannot see the bottom of the lake. The water gets too dark and your eyes cannot pierce it. Okay. Um, I swim for sure. All right, you begin to swim, and your body just seems so sluggish. Uh, you do make uh, progress as you move, but everything seems just slowly, like a snail just overcome by its shell, and you slowly just drag yourself through the water, one arm at a time. And as you do that, you begin to feel just a, a tiny, slight burn in your arms and your legs. Mm-hmm. It's just, this is, they seem, your muscles aren't happy with you swimming. Which is also a first. Interesting. Um, as I as I go, um, do, do I notice? Uh, am I still able to? You're just... you're able to keep continue swimming. Yes. Okay. It's, it's not too bad. It's um it's only a slight pinch, but it's a slight pinch more than you've ever felt before. Okay. So I, I make my way to the shore, uh, swimming. Um, All right, you you continue to swim. Um, as you do, you do feel things against your legs. Uh, as I, when I feel something against my leg, uh, I look under the water. Um, do you, you poke your head under? Yeah, I swim down to the. I try to swim down to the bottom. Um, All right, you you poke your head under the water, and you hold your breath as you always did. Uh, while you're underwater, because you can't breathe water, mm-hmm. except for that one time, which we won't talk about. Um, and you begin to swim down, try to find these things, and you see some fairly large fish, um, maybe three to four feet long, swimming around you. They seem curious, few, uh, not scared at all. Okay, I ignore them. I've seen fish before. Um... Do I do? Does this seem like the normal size the fish have always been? Um, you have seen large fish in your experiences with water, but you also know that fish tend to grow to the size of the river or lake that they're in. And this lake, it's a big lake, um, but not it's not an ocean. So these fish seem fairly small for the lake size. Okay. Um, I, then I'll ignore them and just swim for sure. Alright, so you swim for sure, and as you're underwater, you feel this pressure in your chest. And this yearning to breathe. And this quickly becomes a need to breathe. And out of reflex, you surface, and you take a breath. But that also is something that you have never felt before. So it's almost as if my body just doesn't work the way it used to work. Um, it's like it's something changed. Like that. Okay. Um, well, I get to shore, um, when I do, um, you said that that I couldn't turn gravity off when I was in the water. Can I try to turn off when I'm on land? Just stand up and just go straight up? You stand on land and you try to turn gravity off, but actually it seems even worse now. Now that you stand up, you can feel your weight just sinking down against your legs, and it's a struggle to stand up, and you realize... Well, your, your muscles have just swam this way, and, and swimming, you know, they don't like swimming. So 
maybe they're angry at you or something like that. They not in shape, whatever that might look like. You're not entirely sure, but swimming has made them hurt. And that pain is making it harder to stand. You're still able to stand. And you can do that with, with not too much willpower needed. But it is a noticeable effort. Okay. Um, thinking back, uh, the only thing that would make sense here is that I am somehow in a human body. Um, I, I look around. I look at myself in the reflection. Um... Am I the same size as humans? Am I the same... Do I, do I look the same? You look in the reflection and you see your same face. You see the same face you always had, but there is a noticeable lack of... The best word you could come up with is youth. Your eyes are are, are sagging. You can see the skin um, beginning to wrinkle just all over your body. Um, you're smaller than you were, either that or the trees around you are much bigger than you were. Mm -hmm. And, <laughs> and there are just small red spots and, and pimples just around that don't always, that weren't always there. There's something new about them. And you realize while looking at it that everything that made you different from those humans before has been stripped away. I tried to, you mentioned that I had like pimples and that I looked, my face looked saggy and kind of old. I tried to just like move the molecules in my face, just rearrange it um, and revert back to my old face. Does that work? So you reach to the same old knowledge you've always had and it's, it's not that it's not there. It's just like an echo of what it was before. It's almost as if there's like a letter of what was there. Like as if someone had been in a house and then you went to that house. Instead of finding that person, you found a letter that they had written to you. It's almost an aftertaste of it. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, I will try this later. I look around. Do I see any um, animals or... Anything else? So you look around and you notice about uh, 200, 300 meters away, standing by the lake, just drinking, a, a large-ish deer, much larger than you've ever seen before, but you kind of attribute that to you're smaller than you were before. Mm -hmm. um, it has uh, 12 pronged antlers uh, and is taking a drink out of the lake. Okay, so this is a beautiful, beautiful deer. Um, I'm going to walk towards it and try to reach out through space and mold its horns. Um, try to make them more fluid and droop down. So you, you reach out and you find that same aftertaste can't quite get there it's like an echo it's you just can't quite reach it what you're looking for inside you the deer does seem to notice you quite uh quickly it looks up and even from where you are about 150 meters away it seems very very cautious of you 
Okay, that's strange. Uh, I walk towards it. It quickly bounds away. Uh, it bounds about uh, 30 meters away and then turns back to look at you again to make sure you're not following. Okay. Um, it's clearly scared of me, although I, I wouldn't know why. Um, I, I kind of... I, I try to tell it that it's okay. I'm not trying to harm, harm it. Um, come here. So you speak, um, and your words come out sounding a lot different than what you're used to. They don't have the same communication. They seem forced into these strange syllabic groupings. Um, and you're not entirely sure. You know what they mean. And you can't seem to get them to actually say what you mean. You say something similar, and the deer doesn't seem to respond. Oh, okay. Um, hearing my voice sounding different, I try to say my name. Avevat. So it comes out, and it is the same name you say, Avevat, but it sounds more contracted. All the beautiful little intricacies of your name have been uh, taken away, and it's just a simple set of three syllables, Avevat. And it sounds, like, brutish to you. Okay. Now, um, this is a lot of new information, so I try to remember what happened um, before this. I know that there was this war, um, and there was a... Uh, massive battle, and then all of a sudden, um, all of the gods, me included, were called up, um, back into my... Your home my... of chaos, Batanul. Yes. Um, and all, all of a sudden, uh, I hit, like, a wall, and I just didn't go with the rest of them. Um, so it seems like all the gods have left, um, and I was somehow stuck here. Um, I need to find out why, and try to get back, because I really don't want to be stuck here without the rest of the gods. Um, so, so I look around, do I recognize at all where I am? With all of your knowledge, it's not enough information. You see trees, and you think maybe if you could see more of the area, it looks it looks similar to places you've been, but it, you know for a fact you have never been here. Okay. Um, do I see any uh, vantage points, any uh, mountain or particularly large tree um, that I could climb and try to get my uh, bearings? There are fairly large trees around that you think you'd probably be able to climb. Um, but more imposingly, to your right, there is a range of very tall mountains. Just, I'd say, you can you can estimate uh, 10, 12 miles away. Okay, I begin to run there um, as fast as I can um, and just sprint towards the mountain. So, being slowed down by this gravity is proving very, very unfortunate for you. Mm -hmm. 
you sprint, you make the most of it, and you're running at, you know, 20, 25 miles an hour, significantly slower than you've done before through the woods, just bouncing between trees um, and rocks. You don't trip. You don't find that an issue, even though you do have to, you have to think about not tripping, which is new. But you sprint, and after about, after about a mile, a mile and a half, you really begin to start feeling that ache, and you, you have trouble sprinting at that pace. Hmm. Uh, okay. Um. I, can I make the feeling go away? You try, and again, just out of reach. There's something, something that aftertaste that you aren't getting. Okay. Uh, this is starting to be a problem. I can't reach the the chaos that I used to be able to control. I need to add uh, finding a way to get my chaos back um, to my list of things I need to do. Mm. Um, okay. I, 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 I just try to slow down. Um, I know humans get tired, and so I assume that's what I must be feeling. Um, and I know they just stop what they're doing when they're tired, so I'll stop running and continue And you, you can feel walking. your muscles immediately just like almost take a sigh of relief when you see they relax they're tight and aching but they begin to start resting as you walk okay and you begin to feel a little bit thirsty you've been running for about i want to say about eight minutes at full sprint okay you're you you, you want liquids um are, are there any around so you look around, and you, you can't see any water nearby, but you listen, and amidst all the forest noises, birds, crickets, um, rustling of leaves as the wind goes by, you do hear the sound of a brook. Okay. Uh, I walk towards the brook. I know they're, they're generally clean. Um, and if we're this close to a mountain, it's probably cleaner than other rivers. So yeah, you go, and true to your intuition, uh, this brook is come straight from the mountain and so you lean down you drink and the water is so refreshing never to this point have you consumed a substance and it has just filled seemed to fill your entire body with just rejuvenation so it's <laughs> you're surprised greatly um at the the impact this water has on your entire body from head to foot Okay, um, great, I feel refreshed, uh, the water, um, it tastes really good, um, am I used to tasting things? You have tasted things before, they've just never mattered. Okay. And they all somewhat taste the same, you've only ever had the best food of the best. So, one thing or another, it's all miraculous and it gets boring. Okay, um. Interestingly enough, the water tastes actually enjoyable. Um, okay, I'll walk, I'll turn around. Uh, what am I wearing? You look down at yourself and you, you're wearing the same clothing you were before. Simple traveler's garb, something easy to move around in, trousers, tunic, and you realize for the first time, you don't have your spear, you don't have your horse, 
You don't have any of the items you've nicked from other gods. All of them gone. Oh, okay. All that's left is just your clothing. Okay. Um, I try to drink as much water as I can and then just follow the stream up towards the mountain um, following its path. So you go, and you go at a, a considerable walking pace. Uh, speed walking, somewhere between that and jogging. You're moving quickly up the mountain, mm-hmm. and soon the slope begins to rise considerably, and you are walking uphill, and you again, you, your body just aches at the work of moving at this pace uphill. At this point, you're getting about used to it, you were able to steal yourself and just move through, but it's still getting to be very annoying how your body doesn't seem to be able to really push itself. Okay. And you continue to go up, um, and the sun begins to set, and you realize you've been walking for four or five hours at this point. Um, but you reach the mountains, and you begin climbing the mountains, and it's again, it's mostly walking. The mountains are... They're not too steep, but at points you do need to climb. Um, and that is a lot more work than walking. Climbing, it's similar to swimming, that you need to use just all of your body and your grip, your wrists begin to hurt, which is new as, as well. For it's just your biceps and your legs, now your wrists are hurting. And everything just aches, aches. And eventually about, I want to say 100, 200 meters up the mountain, you just take a break. And you just sit down because you need your body needs to rest. Okay. Um, as my body is uh, tired and resting, um, I look around. Is there any kind of uh, mountain flower, or um, is there anything up here besides? I, I guess is it like is it a snowy mountain or is it just like rock or? It is snowy further up. There are large mountains right where you are now. It's cold and very barren. You do see one small bush just hanging on to the side of the mountain with an iron grip, just refusing to let go and fall. Okay. Does uh, does the book the the bush uh, look like it's like a, a berry bush, or is it just some kind of um, leafy? It looks thing. more similar to, to pine. It is very rough and prickly and does not look hospitable by any means. Okay. Um, I want to try to test out this new body. Um, so I try to grab onto the the bush and try to yank it. Does it come out at all? So you pull on the bush and it, it does like shift noticeably. And you can see the roots just really... They're really tested by your strength, but it also seems to pull you back, and your your body is pulls pulls forward, and you are able to pull yourself out of the way before falling down the cliff. But it doesn't just come apart. Okay, um, I'm gonna try one more time, um, but this time I want to reach into myself, um, and where I had that faint echoing. Uh, of magic, uh, I want to push deeper and try to listen to uh, what the echo is saying. Um, try to uh, feel the feelings 
uh, I had before when hmm. using chaos um, and try to just hmm. listen and at the same time I pull on the stem so you reach into yourself to find that echo that aftertaste and you 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 locate where that where that spot is in your in your body in your soul in your mind wherever it is and you just dig deeper into it and you get and the echo becomes louder the aftertaste becomes more prominent and you're you can kind of gauge based on following that sound where you're going you dig deeper and deeper into yourself and you grab onto the bush and pull it at the same time as you pull on the bush a little spring opens up in you and this is just a fountain you thought the cold water was refreshing it's just vitalization all throughout your body and you can feel just energy pulsing through you and it's it's invigorating and almost addicting and then it's gone in an instant but at the same time you pull in the bush and this pulse of physical force just emanates from your hand and the bush is thrown off the side of the mountain and all that's left in your hand is just the branch you were holding on to. The rest tumbles away, just yanked out of the mountain by this blast of force from your hand. Uh, uh, this makes me happy. Um, I'm excited that not everything is gone. Not everything is lost. There is still something I can retain. Um, I am still not a human. Uh, I try to remove all of the uh, small branches and, and small little sticks off of this um, larger branch um, and try to fashion it into a walking stick as much as possible. Using, using the, the strange inner uh, energy or just your hands? Just my hands. So you strip away the leaves, and it's a bit oddly shaped for a walking stick, but it's long enough, which is lucky. So you take it and you you, you make it use, you make it work, um, and it is noticeably helpful as you continue your journey to have this walking stick. Okay, uh, I, I try to make my way to the top of the mountain with this stick. So you keep climbing and you keep moving up and up, and it does begin to get colder very quickly. Uh, and the air becomes yet thinner, and you realize you're breathing heavier and heavier. Uh, and you just—you seem always out of breath, no matter how much you rest. And you're moving, and you're moving very, very quickly up the mountain. It's still slow for you, um, but you look back, and in about three hours, you've scaled um, maybe a quarter of a mile up, maybe more. Uh, and you begin to see really all around you this massive forest that just expands for as far as you can see. Okay. In in the distance to your right, what you assume, based on where the sun is, to be the west, you can see glittering blue waves of an ocean. Do I recognize this ocean? Does this ocean seem familiar at all? Considering that last time you checked, there was only one ocean on Bazinar, you do find it familiar. And considering it is on the west, you have some idea of where you are. Okay. Um, I'm not at the top of the mountain, though. No, you're about two-thirds of the way up. Okay. Um, I continue climbing. Um, 
I want to try to gain a vantage point where I can see 360 degrees all around me. Um, so the very tip. Yeah. And it is challenging. Uh, as the cold gets colder and the air gets thinner, it really is not easy to continue. And you really have to push your body. You keep going and you, you begin to feel this rumbling in your stomach. You need food. You need more water as you go. Uh, but you don't let it stop you. And you just keep pushing your body past where it's comfortable going. Until just as the sun is setting and you can see the rays begin vanishing over the horizon. You reach the top of the mountain and it's not the perfect top but it is a spot where from that location you can see in every direction you would take a, a little bit of moving around okay um I, I used to be able to see incredible distances um so I try to strain my eyes as as far as they will go and look towards the horizon. Uh, do I see anything that could possibly be uh, an organized shape um, or a clearing? You strain your eyes and you try to dig deep into yourself. Um, and as you look, before that revitalization has a chance to re-enter in you, uh, you notice that you cannot see over the horizon. You cannot bend your vision as you once were able to around the curvature of the, of, of the world. But you are able to spot a, a large clearing in the distance, possibly 30 to 40 miles away, you would estimate. Okay. And in that clearing, there seems to be not one, not two, but maybe four or five uh spots that you can see discoloration that looks like cities or buildings of some sort. Okay, I have a destination. Um, I have discovered that I'm not completely useless. Um, I have a, a goal that I can reach. Um, I start to look around, try to get, bear get my bearings with the sun. Uh, make sure I'm going in the right direction, and then descend the mountain on the other side, making my way towards that clearing. And that was the first episode of Apache History of Bazinar. Thank you guys so much for listening. It means a lot to us. We're starting to post these episodes uh, on a weekly basis. We don't have a set day yet, but we will shortly, coming into this new year. Uh, once again, thank you guys so much, and... Stay tuned, because we'll see you next week.